Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Dan. Hey, Pagan. Did you know that you can support the Reflare podcast? What? You can do that? But how? Oh, Dan, it's easy. All you have to do is go to anchor.fm forward slash the Reflare podcast forward slash support, or click the link in the show notes to support from as little as $1 a month. Oh my God, that's awesome. I'm going to go right now. Hey everybody and welcome to the Replayer Podcast, a weekly video game podcast where we talk about video games and what went down on the Retro Replay YouTube channel. I'm Pagan and I'm back in the host chair this week. Woo! Feels good. Um, I have had a three-week hiatus because the uh, other things. Um, and joining me today is my lovely co-host, Dan Mars. What's up, everybody? Woo! And also joining us today is the beautiful Nova. Hello, everyone. Hi, Nova. Hi, How Nova. are you? I'm doing good today. How are you guys? I'm good. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's ah. very nice to be here for the first time. Oh, well, we really like having you here. Oh. Oh. Well, I'm, ex- I'm really excited to be here because I've been listening to the podcast and you guys do a really good job. So it's really Aww. fun to be here. Thank you. Oh, that's so nice, Dan. Somebody listens to our podcast. Yeah, somebody. <laughs> hey, somebody actually listens. That's great. Do so you like having um, Pagan back in the, the hosting seat? Yeah, uh, it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. I feel like I'm sweaty. <laughs> a little nervous. Uh, yeah, I'm super nervous about actually having to like. Well, you did an host. amazing job with the first episode, and then now, and then I got pushed uh-huh. into the driver's seat for a couple of weeks in a row. There, you did, you did, and you did an excellent job. Thank, Thank you so you. much, Dan. But you're both amazing at hosting, though. Let's be real. Oh, thanks, Nova. <laughs> Shout out. Um, I think yeah, I think it's weird, like sitting back in the hosting seat, like actually having some sort of control yeah. over the podcast it's really strange like um being a guest on it is so it's so nice and it's very chill and relaxed whereas like a host is like checking on all sorts of things um but it is nice it's nice to have have a back and for those of you who are listening dan was um doing uh, the the hosting for a couple of weeks there but we are co-hosts and we will be alternating the co-host role so next week we should have dan hosting most um most likely hopefully we'll see. hope nothing comes through that yeah <laughs> Um, all right, okay, so Nova, you're in Amsterdam, you're in Netherlands, Netherlands. I am in the Netherlands, I'm Netherlands. very, very far away from, from Amsterdam, I'm oh. closer to the German border, actually. <laughs> My bad, <laughs> well, that's okay. I mean, there has been talk about an Amsterdam meetup with a couple of people, so I can see where the confusion comes from. My mom lives in Germany, yeah, I'm, I'm very, very near Germany, it's like, uh like 40 minutes and i'm across the border basically my mom was right. actually just up in that area she sent me a postcard from there oh that's cool oh, do you know what so area cool. she was um yeah, i got the postcard it was from reaches over to podcaster postcard 
Yeah. Nord's uh, heel bod. I can't pronounce it. <laughs> uh, that yeah, that doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> I don't know. It was the, it was the border between like Denmark and uh, the Netherlands, I think. Uh, it must have been up 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 near uh, Groningen or Friesland or something. Mm-hmm. Anyways, <laughs> probably <laughs> you probably don't know what that means. Side okay. note, tangent. Uh, no, that's pretty cool. But is it like you're in the evening like me now, right? Like at the moment, it's five o'clock here in Ireland. For for me, it's uh, now six o'clock. Oh, okay. In so the evening. No so it's like an hour ahead of you guys. Dan is in the past. Dan yeah. is living in the past right now. I think it's, it's in the morning hours. for you, time. It is now noon. Noon? Uh, <laughs> enjoy your Saturday while you can. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it goes so fast. <laughs> it goes way too fast, to be honest. Yeah. I, I, I always find that though I find Saturdays just fly past Sundays the morning is great and then as soon as it hits like 12 o'clock or 1 o'clock something like that the day is gone and then you're getting ready for work on Monday and it's like why why did this happen to me why does the weekend go so slow exactly yeah I have a big I have a huge like bone to pick with whoever decided to work five days a week and have two days a week <laughs> off whoever that person is needs to like sprain their ankles Capitalism. and yeah <laughs> spill milk in their car and forget about it like i don't like that person who ever thought about that like five yeah. days you work five days doing likely the majority of us something that we don't like to do or something that we don't want to do full time and yet we do it anyway because we need the money um and then two days a week you can get off and do whatever the hell you want not that you can get off but like you can you you have but off I'm... and you can do whatever you want but in uh, the even then, you have like stuff to do, like housework and grocery shopping, and it's yeah. like you basically only have one real day of weekend if you, you know include all the chores you have to do around the house and stuff. Yeah, agreed. Like the whole of my Saturday was pretty much just tidying and cleaning and restocking the fridge and all this kind of stuff. Like so, it's uh. it's gone practically. And now the podcast, though, the podcast is fine. <laughs> the podcast <laughs> is what the end of my Saturday, which is it's a nice way to round off the evening, I suppose. It's how I start my weekend. I wish I lived in the past like you, Darren. Mm. Yeah, oh, we, I wish. we live in the future. Saturday was fine. <laughs> like nothing Speaking of time travel, like yeah. way into later discussions. <laughs> Speaking of um, time travel. I was going to point that out, but I think it's you guys should probably post it out. No. <laughs> no, it's a good segue. But um, yeah, look, let's let's move on. So if we're all sitting nice and comfortably, let's get on with the show, and that will bring us nicely on to the what? For those of you who don't know, Retro Replay is a YouTube channel hosted by Troy Baker and Nolan North and produced by Red Bear Films. Their main show is basically a trip back in time where they play the retro games of yesteryear. So they're kind of doing a little bit of time travel there. Uh, we are here to rewind and discuss the content of those uh, recent uploads as well as venture on our own many, many tangents. So thank you so much for joining us. That's just a quick <laughs> snippet of what we're all about here. Um, First yeah, off, but this hang week, on, hang on. Like- I got to give you a little... <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Full slow clap. The slow clap. <laughs> like there's always that one person. Do you know what? Actually, it's a really typical thing where somebody like it, it's a really typical ah uh, like Irish thing where you land like they land a plane and as soon as they land, there's always one person that's just like 
<laughs> and you're like why are you like why are you clapping that guy literally did his job and didn't kill us like is that like the people thank clap you. in movie theaters <laughs> probably actually do you know I've never been in a, yeah I've never been in a movie theater where somebody's clapped oh I get that all the time people clap in the really? movie theaters what, what? It, oh, it, yeah. must, it must be an American thing then maybe because I've never had anyone do that here either like even with like uh, last year with the Avengers film the I forgot Infinity Wars. Mm. It, not even then, people were clapping. Yeah, but it like, must be like you know the actors can't hear you, right? <laughs> this <laughs> isn't like a Broadway a show. Hey, morons! <laughs> Stop being a Neanderthal. They can't hear you. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I like. I don't know. I don't think like that's a thing here. I mean, the the most reactive uh, show that I've probably ever seen was probably a horror movie where people are like really scared or crying or something and then there's other people that would make fun of you for that like that's probably the most reactive uh theater that i've now, been in now that i think that. about it i feel like it's a narcissistic thing because the people aren't clapping for the show they're not clapping for the actors and the performance they just witnessed they're clapping so other people know that they appreciated it yeah so that's true oh they, it's a narcissistic thing in-depth psychology right there mm. <laughs> like, everything on this podcast yeah we we do we touch all bases we like to have our hand in all the pies like we just need to make sure everything's covered just in case someone listening is a psychologist or something mm, let's talk about your narcissism present excluded. <laughs> yeah present excluded. um no I, I don't know i feel like that that slow clap thing is generally a thing that some irish people used to do on airplanes and to be fair, I understand it if like the if that flight was really bumpy or if the landing was really harsh and it, they landed it okay or like in severe conditions, then you can clap that guy because whoever the pilot is, male or female, that person got us here safely and they had some issue to deal with. Like if you had to fly a plane in a storm or something and you managed to land it okay, I will clap for that. But just a normal landing, like that's okay you don't need to clap it's it's okay they just they just did their jobs their job is difficult i acknowledge but also like nobody claps for me when i make a sale so i'm like <laughs> i make a sale and nobody's just like well done there Absolutely. should be there should be a like, guy clap. yeah i shouldn't make a sound bite <laughs> like that would, that would be great motivator though to have someone stand beside you when you make a sale and just go clap 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 <laughs> it's not even that like, encouraging like good job it's more just like a well done you made a sale congratulations like it's that really slow, <laughs> like judgmental uh there's a, there's a word that i'm looking for there but i can't think of what it is now um but it's it's one of those patronizing claps that's what it is a patronizing clap um oh tangents all right so going back <laughs> to the shoe uh usually Hosting is hard Hosting is hard how do we do this again dan help um so the show was uh, i guess it was a little different this week usually retro replay upload two um two shows a week and this week we only got one show uh technically two if you count the gone dark quote unquote um episode announcement thing so basically um they ended their run of uncharted drake's fortune where nolan north was playing a video game that he'd never played before but he had acted in and after 16 long weeks they have now quote gone dark end quote um uh, which just means they're going to be taking a break from Nolan's playthroughs for a couple of weeks and then they talked about like they kind of gave us a snippet that they're gonna 
I mean, they're definitely going to do Uncharted 2, but they've put something else in there to sort of break the time, um, which is the VR. I think Noah's going to try VR for the first time, and he's never done that, which is going to be super interesting. I am a big fan of VR. Do you, do you have a VR set, uh, Nova? Do you do you play VR? Do you? Uh, no, I don't have a VR set, unfortunately. I am looking and in investing in one, but, you oh. know, money is a problem. But um, my brother, he has, a, like, an Oculus Rift, I think. Oh, yes. One of those things, and anyway. And I've, I've played the thing, uh, I've played VR on his set, and it's 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 something else entirely. It's still, it? It, it reminds me a little bit of the, the classic Star Trek holodecks, you know, from the, from the series sure. and stuff. I'm not um, a trainee, so I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> are you more than to explain it or reference it? I'm sure there are other people who will get it. <laughs> I hope so. Otherwise, I'm going to be alone in this. No, uh, I no. it's. I, I like it. I mean, obviously, I can't afford a set, but it's it's really fun to me. Yeah, Dan, do you have one? I do not have any uh, virtual headsets or equipment or anything. I I had a virtual boy once in a upon a time, like twelve years ago. A virtual boy? What's that? You don't know what a virtual boy is? I don't either. It was uh, yeah. N- Nintendo's stab at virtual reality back in like the late 90s. They oh, came yeah. out with a system that was a virtual. It was a big visor you put on your face and everything was uh, red vector lines. No, I didn't oh, see that at you all. You need to Google that. <laughs> I will Google it. Uh, yeah. Weird. Uh, no, I mean... We have uh, a PlayStation VR. I bought it over in the States. Uh, I was on holiday and it was a Christmas present for nice. the fiance. Yeah. Um, so it was it was cool. It was a, I, I can totally understand yourself though, Nova. Like it was a hefty bit of money to part with. But yeah. the time I had it, I didn't have big responsibilities. So <laughs> I had the spare cash. Now I'm looking to sell it. No, not really. Um, I'm starting to pawn off all of our stuff. No. I've been wanting um, to get have... a PlayStation VR for a while. I was looking at getting one last year with my roommate. We were talking about like going halvesies on it and mm-hmm. buying one. We both... Has the price dropped a lot? Not really. It's still up there. Uh, yeah. We were, um, I was looking at getting a like a pre-owned one, but then realized it wasn't super worth it to get pre-owned. Mm-hmm. I wanted to play yeah, I uh, just... Beat Saber mm-hmm. and Tetris Effect. That was yeah. getting rave reviews. Mm-hmm. So I've not played Tetris Effect, but I do. Ha- we do have Beat Saber, and it is excellent. But sweaty, sweaty excellence, um, and super hot. Super hot is probably my favorite game on VR, and i I hope they, I hope they play something a little bit more than the VR demo because that seems to be what they, uh, they they showed us in the snippet was that VR demo where they're being submerged into the sea, and he sees sharks and jellyfish and all this kind of stuff, which is an amazing little demo. But like, I'd really hope that they're gonna actually sit in on some some really great VR games like Super Hot or. Well, um, we're only getting the one episode, aren't we? Is it just the one? I don't know. It's hard to. They didn't give us enough detail. It seemed like they're in the Gone Dark preview. They yeah. said they're gonna come back with the uh, VR episode, and then mm-hmm. they said they're gonna follow up with Uncharted, but they weren't really clear oh. on if we're gonna get more than one episode of VR or if it's yeah. just going to be the one and then Uncharted's going to start. To be fair, the the VR games, well, a lot of them are not that long anyway. So, I mean, they could, I mean, you could carry it in, in a couple of minutes or try various different mm-hmm. ones in, in one sitting. Um, but yeah, my, my favorite is probably Super Hot and Rush of Blood until dawn. 
I think we spoke about that. Was it last week or the week yeah, before? Yeah, you and Greg were talking about it. Oh man, what a great game! Like, ah, oh, what a great game! Like, to be fair, it's because oh, I know what now. Why we were talking about it, it was because of the Iron Man, right? It was because they right. have an Iron Man VR game, and it's the gravity thing that I have an issue with. Because if mm-hmm. there's if you're in anti gravity, if you're flying, mm-hmm. um, it makes you feel like seasick. Which right. well makes me feel seasick. Whereas Rush of Blood and Super Hot are all grounded games. Like Super Hot, you're not you don't physically move anywhere. You can move your head, um, and your arms. Because those games are kind um, of like you're weightless, so your equilibrium gets thrown off, yes. and you feel like you're oh, you're not grounded yeah. to anything. Yeah, and it's the it's the worst feeling. Like you could be on it for less than thirty seconds and be like, "Oh my god, I'm done for the day," and that just knocks you off for the night. Then, then you can't enjoy anything on VR. You instantly turn into Nolan that one time when he got drunk <laughs> as a kid and tried to jump off the cabinet and his stomach didn't go <laughs> yeah. with him. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly how you feel. You're just like, "Oh my god!" Like your your stomach is still standing in the spot you were playing VR, but now you're sitting on the couch being like, "I can never play VR again." Um. But yeah, like I had I had left a comment and I said like something about the hype of VR and I really hope they played Rush of Blood and uh, Retro Replay did like it. So I'm like, oh, please just put Rush of Blood in there somewhere. Do a, do a Halloween episode and do Rush of Blood. That is hilarious. That game is so good. But isn't that um, a horror game though? It, well, I mean, I like it is, but it isn't. I mean, it's so... You're not scared by it? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of, it's so crazily unrealistic, and it's so out there that you really aren't scared by it. It's just, a, it's a point and shoot. That's all it is. It's just a point and shoot. But you're on a roller coaster. Oh, oh. no, no, you have to try this game. It's I really so... want to, because, I mean, it's Until Dawn. I, I love the yes. crap out of Until Dawn. Yeah. Even though it's scares the heck out of me multiple occasions. Same. <laughs> This is one memory I've got about playing it that was, you, you know, that bit in the mines with, uh, I think you walk around as Emily at that point, I think. Mm-hmm. And you have the thing drop down from the ceiling. And it's like a close up of it screaming. I think it was it's when you reach an intersection, you have to choose where you go left or right. And then the Wendigo drops down. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Do you remember that point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was on a call with a friend at that time <laughs> and she was watching me play because I was screen sharing. And we were just happily chatting away, and I knew the moment was coming because I've seen like I've seen Markiplier play at that time. I think mm-hmm. I knew it was coming, but because I was so engaged with the conversation, I forgot that it was going to happen. So oh. it happens. I literally screamed in shock, and my friend just started laughing so hard <laughs> for like ten minutes afterwards because I'm not like a screamer when I play games with like yeah. horror elements. Yeah. But- <laughs> I am. <laughs> I think we anybody, saw. Who's, anybody who's watched my Twitch channel will know that I am not a horror gamer, and I scream at pretty much anything. Anything. I walk. I walked into a door frame at one point, and it freaked me out. Like, <laughs> what's wrong with me? Um, but you know what? I I totally agree, Nova. Like, Until Dawn was such a fantastic game. I will say this though, it did. It scared the heck out of me, as it would. Up until a certain point, because as soon as they started bringing in the Wendigo idea, then I was like, "Okay, I'm done." Like, yeah, I, I like I into until dawn. Oh, really? Not no, at all. Didn't really do it for me. Oh, are you just are you so like desensitized to it though? Like, are you I'm, so desensitized to like horror games? I'm pretty desensitized, but I love horror games. I play them constantly, but like hmm. nothing scares me anymore. Yeah, that's weird. It's kind of the problem <laughs> like, when I, I try to stream horror games because I love horror games so much, but I, I have no reaction 
<laughs> when things oh. happen. I'm just like, oh, whoops. Oh, no, scary. Yeah, uh, ah. I will kind of agree with Dan, though. I mean, I love the game, just the, the whole aspect of it, that there's someone in the group doing everything. Hmm. But bring in Wendigo. Like, I love anything supernatural, like werewolves, vampires. I'm, I love that kind of mythology. Yeah. But having that in the game, it's... Uh, I felt it was kind of an Uncharted rip- ripoff, if I'm honest. A Drake so Fortune ripoff. I. Yeah, yeah, so did I. I mean, Wendigos were kind of modeled after the... I forgot the name of the slippery... The slippery naked guys? <laughs> slippery naked guys, yeah. Because they were kind of... They, they look kind of similar in model style. Like I, I always call them Gollum. Like, every kind oh, of yeah. type of that guy. I, know, I call them Gollum. Because <laughs> um, they, they look kind of similar. So for me, it felt like, oh, yes, when he goes, awesome. But it was also like, oh, these, mm-hmm. these developers seem like they love Drake's Fortune a lot. I I got a, I got I kind of just felt like I don't know that I was probably being made a fool of because like I'm so sorry for anybody who's never played until dawn and we were totally ruining this game Oops. on you like Spoiler. turn it off <laughs> like leave the podcast go play that game and come back um, no but like I, I kind of felt like not not a uh, I I just kind of felt like a speaking wah, of which wah. did you go play Silent Hill yet <laughs> no. Are you kidding me? I can barely get through layers of fear as if I'm going to go and play Silent Hill. Hell no. PT demo was enough for me to give me a taste of what that could have been like. I was like, nah, I'm good. I'm out. Depends Ah. on which Silent Hill, though. I've played Downfall, but that wasn't really that scary. No, I'm talking about the originals, like the first three. No, I've never played. Are they done in, like, third person or first person? They're third person. Okay, well, I mean, that's not too bad. I I prefer things in... No, yeah, I do say that. Um, <laughs> if I'm gonna play something horror, I would prefer if it was in third person, like playing Layers of Fear, uh, which actually, is actually most of my favorite. For, most of my favorite horror games are third person. Really, I don't. I, I, um, yeah, I feel it's scary regardless. Like, it doesn't matter if it's third or first person; it's scary regardless. I just feel like I can cope with it better if it's third person. Mm. Like, I, I, I'll cope with it a lot better um because you can see the character and actually the thing is though like i was never able to play resi like resident evils any of those resident evils i've never been able to play i've tried to play four and is it it four uh adam will probably correct me on that later um we're playing it it's on PlayStation, playstation 2 i think and i think i got to a point where uh someone is so we're in a house first and then you have to leave the house and there's the guy i think with a chainsaw that was probably four yeah yeah and he's like as you leave the house you're down a corridor and he's coming and i opened the door and i got there and it was it's like an outside uh almost pathway or tunnel or something and i got to the door and i just couldn't do it i could i couldn't get out of a pause screen. I couldn't. Get, I couldn't get my courage to open the door because once I found out and he killed me, mm. I was like, "No, I'm done." Okay, so it was so, the the fear was what was keeping you from pursuit going forward. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, because I mean, I somebody had recently told me that like even layers of fear, layers of fear is like a clearable game in three hours, like less than three hours. If you just actually if you're go not through pausing every time you get scared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whereas if anybody's watched my Twitch stream, we all know that I pause every time there's a jump scare and I probably stay in there for about five minutes talking to people about why I'm so scared to play this game. Because you gotta like clear or... your head and not be scared anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know my tactic? Um, yeah, because it's just, it's terrifying. 
Um, and I've put, I've streamed, I've streamed three, three plus hours now. I think I've streamed almost four hours. Um, and half of which I've is still- just the pause screen. Yeah. <laughs> legit no joke that's definitely it <laughs> like i spent 20 plus minutes in the pause screen on i think my second um on my second stream because it was just terrifying and i was playing it on my own to be fair so i yeah i spent a good 20 minutes the last 20 minutes of that stream was just me in the in the chat talking to people because i i I'm such a bitch baby that I just I'm super scared I'm of all of Yeah, you're not the only one though. I can't handle jump scares either. But oh. if I know it's coming, then I'm fine. But you know, with the example I explained with the Emily moment in Until Dawn, or even like I've been playing uh, the Resident Evil 2 remake. It's like, so yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> no way. I can't believe you even attempted that. I saw the the trailers for it, like because they remade it. I was like, no. I'm okay. <laughs> well, a, a friend right. of mine talked me into it, and That's because she is absolutely in love with Leon Kennedy, she was <laughs> like, "Man, you need to play it." And I was like, "Yeah, but it's not voiced by Matt Mercer anymore." Eh, okay, fine, I'll try it. Um, I haven't even got to a certain event yet in that game, but already I'm, <laughs> I can't finish it. Breaking it? Yeah, no, I can't. Uh, you played it, Dan? Oh yeah, I had that game from day one. I blasted through. I beat the. Leon's campaign in the first two days I had it, and mm-hmm. then I finished Claire's campaign, I think, in the week after that. I've streamed it all, and it's all on my YouTube channel. Oh, shoot. I'll have to I'll have to check. I didn't Me see too. that. Um, yeah, no. No, no, no. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. I've played... The only Resi game that I've played, I've played the beginning of Resident Evil 7. Well, you also said you were just playing 4, too. Liar. Oh well, yeah, no, I have I've played that, but I mean to be fair, I only played like bits. I've played the beginning of that game, but as soon as like as soon as I got to that door and I was in the in the house and there's like a, a save phone right where you where you where you save, and you're going to go outside the door and that guy with the change document, I'm like, no, I'm I'm out of this game, and that's probably only like an hour into it, less than. Yeah, I was gonna say like, um, like the first encounter where you start getting attacked by enemies. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, <laughs> like it's the <laughs> first time you encounter an enemy, and I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm not gonna play this anymore. Well, uh, we get no. some good VR scares when uh, Nolan is gonna be playing that uh, VR under the water, under the sea game. Which yeah. what is it called? The deep. Yeah, something like that. Into the deep. I don't if know. He I'm like sure. freaks out when the shark comes at him and tries to punch it. I'll die laughing. <laughs> that would be so fun. Like we've had so many. One one of the best uh, features, I guess, of having a VR set at home is like getting my mom to play it, or getting um, Adam's folks to play it, or anybody who's like kind of not into games at all, and they are having it like at a Christmas party or something like that. Like everyone gets a go of it, and we do that demo because it is so realistic in terms of like things are coming at you. Like you definitely feel like you could touch that stuff. Um, that was pretty funny. Or, or um, the demo, the Resident Evil demo in VR with the kitchen. Did anybody see that? Oh, yeah. No. I know. I'll, so I know you're. That. Okay. So it's so a Nova for yourself. Like you're sitting on a. You're sitting on a chair uh, in, in a kitchen and you're, you're strapped to it and stuff like that. And someone else is trying to help you, I guess. But it's kind of filled with jump scares. It's It does give you a little bit of a story and it, it shows you and you're playing as a certain thing. And. It's it's really nice jump scare, especially at the end. Um, so it's it's a good one to play at Christmas parties or at any social gatherings or family get-togethers where you're like, hey, Uncle Dan, you want to put on a like a VR and have a go? And 
it's it's fairly hilarious. So I think those kind of reactions I'm looking forward to from Nolan if if we get them. I'm not quite sure what to expect from Nolan with mm-hmm. VR. I mean, I've, I've uh, never played the the, the, the deep, uh, like the shark mm-hmm. uh, segment, but I have a feeling like that shark is going to be a jump scare. It is a little bit of a jump scare in, in the actual demo, but it's not like, it's it's not a jump scare that's almost, it feels unintentional. It's almost like you just didn't notice it and you're like, whoa, oh my God, that's that's there oh, okay. now. I, I, didn't, I didn't see that. Um, that's how I felt when I played it because it just feels like it comes out of nowhere and you're like, whoa, oh, like I was too busy watching everything else and stuff was glowing and I was like, oh, this is pretty. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh shit, where did you come from? Hmm. So I feel like it's that kind of jump scare. Um, unless I'm thinking of the wrong demo or unless they're playing a different version. In which case, I'd be very interested to see him poop his pants. <laughs> wear your brown pants. Yeah, wear the brown pants, Nolan. Just make sure. Um, we segued onto that from Gone Dark. That's how, this is how the show works, everybody. Welcome to the party, pal. Like, this is <laughs> where... Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the party, pal. Uh, it's random quotes and tangents, and this is the area we go on. Um, yeah, but going back to the fact that they've gone dark and they're going to do the VR, it's, I mean, it's exciting to see the VR and I'm excited for where they're going to go with the uh, Uncharted 2 because I believe now they're going to have more guests. I know Emily and Emily Rose is probably going to be on there. Richard McGonagall is going to be on there. I would love if Graham McTavish was on there. That oh, would yes, same. That would be something that I'd like to see if they put him on the show eventually. Like, that would be cool. Um, or Claudia Black, mm. or Laura Bailey, like anybody, <laughs> just put them All on. Them. I would love to. I would All love to see Steve Valentine be on. Who played Flynn? Oh yeah, I would love I to, to hear his insights on what how he thinks, like what Flynn's yeah. character is. Oh, I I would agree. Like I mean, I'm replaying it now, and like, oh, Flynn <laughs> is so annoying. You're like, dog, you you backstabber. Like, um. Yeah, it sounds really good, and I, I love, I do love Chloe though. Claudia yeah. Black needs to be on there because Chloe's that was. And Chloe is my bae. Chloe's the best. Yeah, she really is the best. So I'd love to see her on the show, actually. Um, I, I mean, I had been looking forward to Mondays though, because like, Mondays always hard, especially if you're in a job like that you're not super motivated for or. If it's just like, you know, it's a daily routine and everyone has Monday blues because you've just come off the weekend and all that kind of stuff. So I always like had that like now for 16 weeks, I guess, is because it was premiering on a Monday. I was like, oh, sweet. This is something I could look forward to on a Monday now. So when it was the bank holiday Monday and they announced that they've gone dark, I was like, why? Why would you do this to me? You've <laughs> taken away like two weeks of Mondays that I have to sit through without you guys. <laughs> Weirdly enough, it doesn't bother yeah. me that much because... The timing and when they air the show is I'm still at work when they do, so oh, it's hard really? for me to actually watch it. What time is it for you there? When, when they, they air, air it? it's three o'clock. Oh, right. So you're literally just coming out of work like you're going to be finished. I have an hour because I usually get off of work at 3.30, so uh-huh. a lot of times I'll kind of skate at work and watch for half an hour and then like, okay, I got to run home and try and watch the end. Try to get the end. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah, okay, well, that's kind of true. Uh, to be fair, the Monday show is the only time that that's better suited, which is why I preferred it. Um, yeah. It showed a 7 o'clock my time, or sorry, 8 o'clock my time, so it must be 9 o'clock your time, Nova. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's 9 my time. 
Yeah, it's just it's so nice because like it's a it's it's a nice time. You've come off from work, you've had your dinner, you've done whatever it is, and now you can sit down and enjoy the live chat and live stream with everybody and have a chat and and, and watch it kind of like that you're not scratching your eyes because you're tired because <laughs> on Thursday it airs at midnight on Thursday night, Friday morning. So I presume that's one o'clock your time, Nova. So I don't know how you ever make those. I don't anymore. Yeah. Uh, since I switched off, like the job I had before this one, I could easily like get. I only I only would start work at noon, so I could easily watch the Thursday shows and just mm-hmm. sleep in and go to work. But now it's like impossible for me to uh, watch the Thursday shows and be still be able to sleep enough to be functional at work. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, like I mean, we, he had mentioned that before in like his uh, sorry Troy had mentioned that before in the um, in the talk that he did in Dublin. Where he was like, everyone else is like tuning in on a Monday at noon or whatever. And like the rest of the world in Europe is just like, oh, my God, stay awake. Uh, <laughs> so me and Eloise are always like, just stay awake, guys. Just stay awake. Shout out to Eloise. Um, just stay awake, man. Like you can get through this. But uh, it is hard. I usually don't ever stay for the full show. I would be up anyway at about 11 and I would go on have the chats or whatever, try and get to maybe 12 o'clock like just before they air. And then I'm like, okay, guys, I'm out. I'll see you guys tomorrow. And I'll talk to you on like socials or whatever. Like I don't, I can't stay up for the full live show because it's going to run into almost one o'clock in the morning and I have work. You know, the regular Thursday retro replay for me is perfectly timed because it's 7 p.m. my time. So I can do exactly uh, what you do on the Monday show. Yeah. See, that's why I was so, like, miffed about the Monday show being gone. I was like, no, come on now. (laughs) Definitely the same. But on the other hand, I mean, it it is good for them to have a bit of a break. Because it's like, to us, us, it feels like a constant thing. Like, every week, they're just sitting down to record. Mm -hmm. I don't understand that they need a bit of a break once in a while. 100%. Of course they do. Um, Wow, are we, like... 30 minutes into the show, and I've only just said 100% now. I probably said it I was going to say, it took that long to say 100%. Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) Who had 30 minutes? Um, Or whatever it is. So, like, (laughs) um, yeah, I get that they need a break. I do get it. Like, you know, I understand their need for being, you know, who they are. But at the same time. I have needs. <laughs> I need it. Every European needs. does. And I want to, like, please, just let me have something on a Monday. But to be fair, what I'll do is I'll just run I through. I need my fix. Yeah, I need the fix, man. Just give me that retro replay fix. Um, but it's okay. I'll just go. I'll go on socials or I'll watch the reruns. <sighs> it's fine. I'll make my way through it. But... We did get an episode this week of the Retro Replay Show on Thursday at a very unreasonable hour for myself and Nova, but the perfect <laughs> time for Dan, uh, which was Echo the Dolphin. Aye, Echo. I would make it sound like a dolphin, but I would come across like an idiot. Oh, and- you're going to try. It's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid, okay. Um, anyway, so Echo the Dolphin is an action-adventure game originally developed by Ed Anuziet. I can't pronounce his last name. Ed, <laughs> unpronounceable last name. And Nova Trade International for the Sega Genesis, known as the Mega Drive in regions outside of the North America. Yes, that's what we talked about before, because we know it as Mega Drive. Uh, but it was published by Sega in 1992. 
Echo the Dolphin was republished digitally via Nintendo's Virtual Console in 2006, Microsoft Xbox Live Arcade, Steam, iOS, and Nintendo 3DS. It is the first installment in the Echo the Dolphin video game franchise. The player character is a bottlenose dolphin who travels through time to combat hostile extraterrestrials in Earth's oceans and on an alien spacecraft. Right off the bat, I'm going to say two things. One, I've never played Echo the Dolphin. I didn't know that it was also re-released in 2006, nor would I have probably picked it up because... No. And secondly, like, there's a lot to... Like, that was the first installment... There are more? There's a game franchise? It's, a, it's the first installment in the Echo the Dolphin video game franchise. How is that? A there's franchise? three or two. I know there's two for sure. Like, he's... So at the beginning of the game, Echo's friends and marine life in his pod all get sucked up by an alien force. And now he's on a mission to find a time machine to travel back in time before they were sucked up. And somehow combat the aliens. The premise for this game, as Troy and Nolan have said, is definitely likely that somebody was high and they just made a video game from it. Mm-hmm. They were like, hmm, this sounds great, while they were off their face on crazy mushrooms or something. But I'm going to come out there and say that I found this episode probably one of the least entertaining episodes really? they've ever done. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I was really not into it at all. I didn't like the Echo the Dolphin stuff. They went on a whole bunch of tangents um, that were, I mean, somewhat interesting. They talked about time, time travel and where would you travel to and stuff. But I, I don't know. There was something about the vibe or something like that on the show that I just didn't like this week. I was a bit like, wah, wah. It just hit a low note for me. Do you guys, like, have a different opinion about that? I mean, I had a similar opinion for... Not last week's episode, the one before that. Which one was it? I can't think of it. But there was the other episode we had a few weeks ago that was really kind of bummer and uh, kind of sad. Was it Lion King? It might have been Lion King, I feel like. Oh, it was yeah. kind of a bummer. It was the mortality situation about yeah. being a father. Like, yeah, exciting. that one to me felt that... kind of a little off. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I actually didn't, I didn't find that episode... Uh, a bummer or anything i do wish that they did a bit more gameplay in that episode because that game like we've been waiting for for so long and it is a great game mm-hmm. um and it's difficult and it's like memorable for childhood i think we've, we've spoken about this before on the podcast where it was one of the only games that i've actually played that retro replay have played so i was like oh yes nostalgia like i can actually join in on this and they played like 10 minutes of gameplay and i was like why would you do this to me <laughs> and they started talking about mortality and being a dad and going through the will and stuff now Two things about that. Like, I don't think it was a bummer, but also I don't have any kids. So I can't really relate to anything that they were talking about. Although I do kind of like, I relate, I, I what's the word? Like, I empathize, I sympathize with that. Um, yeah, I guess I just didn't have much, m- much luck in that episode, nor in this one. I just didn't really feel the vibe for this one. How about you, Nova? Um, yeah, what about you, Nova? Um, well, I think in general... I mean, I think this is more like an in general unpopular opinion of things. Sure. Uh, I mean, I, I love it really replay, obviously, but I do think that they should pay a little more attention to gameplay than the tangents. I mean, I love the tangents that they do. Some of them are a bit like, yeah, no, just 
not for me because I can't relate to it or I can't, sure. you know. Um, but I do think that they should but do a little bit more gameplay than show a little bit, bit more gameplay than they do recently. Mm. Um, I, I, I do think that they, they did a lot more of it before. Yeah, they do. Mm. I mean, I don't mind the tangents. I love the tangents because it kind of gives us, an, gives us an insight on that personalities yeah. behind the, yeah. the, the camera, so to speak. Um, but yeah, I, I do think that they should pay a little more attention to the gameplay so that we can really see, like, okay, this is what the game's about, this is how the mechanics work, this is, you know, so that we just basically get a better understanding of what the game is. Um, as for Echo Dolphin, I have no idea what a franchise is about. I've never played it before. So, no, yeah. especially in this case, like a lot of games that they've played recently, played uh, across the year, basically. I don't really know much about because I've never played those because I got into the gaming scene way later. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, no, they should pay more attention to the gameplay, in my opinion. It's probably an unpopular opinion, but... That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, I think... I, do you know I do think that might actually be... Well, I don't know if it's an unpopular opinion, but it would be... Um, I think a lot of people would echo that opinion. But at the same <laughs> time... Uh, <laughs> guys, I didn't even do that. I didn't even do that on purpose. I'm such a good host. Someone's going to take over the Pun King's <laughs> title someone, at this rate. Yeah, someone has got it for them for Greg. Um, I think that a lot of people would say the same, but like they're not a let's play. They're not like they're not focusing on gameplay. Like what they're mm-hmm. about is the hang, and I do get that. It's just that the hang this week I didn't feel much of. I don't know if it just wasn't like entertaining. I'm not like dance monkey dance. <laughs> I just like I just wanted. I don't know. I I found it just was one of their weaker episodes. Maybe it's because of the game, the actual game itself. I had no interest in. So. That might have just put me off, put me in a mood or whatever. And I'm like, nah. Because then they started talking about like time travel and where would you go, which is a really interesting conversation. Um, but uh, I think, feel like it could have been explored a little bit more. Or like, do you believe in extraterrestrial life out there? Like that could have been touched on a bit more. Like there was there is parts where it was just missing, I think. I think it Maybe all depends that's on the game they're playing too and the energy yeah. that yeah. they get from that. If they're having a lot of fun with the game, you can tell that yeah. they just kind of get sucked into the game and they get silly and they focus on the game. But if the game is just kind of like, okay, you know, this is interesting, but let's talk about other things and they go on their tangents. Yeah. Um, there was even a point in the episode too where Nolan was starting to talk about the game again and Troy redirected him. He said, no, 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 let's let's talk about the time travel. Yeah. Which I feel I thought, like because maybe they just weren't enjoying the game. <laughs> I mean, I think they were enjoying it, but I feel like also because Echo is, it's not, it's not as uh, like the silly fun like they've had with other mm. games in the past where they get really goofy and silly with it. Yeah, um, I would agree. I, and then they, they try to make up for that by giving us stories and tangents because the game mm. itself may or may not be as interesting to them at least. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel you. I feel you. I was just really bored watching it. <laughs> well, again, that's, it's uh, and I love watching away, them. Not to take anything away from them, and I know how I know Troy stand on the show, and he said it actually in um, Wayne's podcast. Shout out to Wayne and his podcast, the Pubcast. The Pubcast, yeah. When he Shout was on Wayne. that show, they talked about that, and Troy specifically stated that he doesn't want their show to be about 
the game because it's like you said, Nova, yeah. it's not a let's mm-hmm. play. It's not yeah, them yeah. playing a game and doing voices. It's about mm-hmm. you. Like he said in his in his interview, he said you come for the game, but you stay for the stories. And I like, think that's you stay very, for the hang. I think yeah. that's a big part of it. But we also yeah we get different energies with each episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like I mean. Yeah, I think Ninja Gaiden was probably one of my favorites. Or Sunset Riders. Like, I really related to all of that. Like, I loved yeah. all of those games. Um, I actually really, like, I, really I didn't liked even... Dragon's Lair. I thought that was a great episode. That was an awesome It was one. a good episode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say it, but I'm not going to say it. Um, I agree. <laughs> I'm trying to keep the 100% out of the podcast. Do it. It's your, ta- it's your catchphrase. It's my catchphrase. 100%. Um. For sure. Stupid catchphrase. For sure. That's your catchphrase. <laughs> For sure. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I feel like they've had more fun on other episodes, so I, I was more into other episodes. But, you know well, what I mean? But like, if nothing I feel else, like they just they have, this, like, a, a Comic-Con that they went to the, the week before. I was just about to say, yeah, I was going to say they've just come back from San Diego Comic-Con, which I'm sure was huge and like so full of energy and they did it on the spot with rooster teeth and they did quite a lot with like uh fans and 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 talks and everything so i appreciate like the energy was low anyway but uh like it's not a critique on their performance as entertainers like it's not like i'm being like that was a shit episode give me another like (laughs) i would like another episode and i'd like it to be better um it's not at all a critique like that it's more just like i didn't particularly enjoy this episode and i'm not afraid to say that like it was probably one of my least favorite episodes i have better episodes that i enjoyed like sunset riders or ninja gaiden um but yeah like it just felt a bit like like there was definitely no energy about it like usually like if i want to make tea my kettle will boil and i'll go and make tea and i'll press pause whereas a lot of this one i was like do I need to press pause on this? Like, can I just get my cup of tea? Like, am I really going to miss, like, a, a massive tangent and stuff? Because they were talking about... I guess I guess they're talking less about themselves in the past tense. Like, it wasn't a previous story about themselves. It's more like a what-if scenario. Um, and it was really interesting. It's a really insightful piece of information to know what somebody would do with a return pass on a travel machine. Um, and I really did connect well with when Nolan was talking about like going to hang with his grandfather, um, oh, yeah. which was so sweet. Like I wanted to cry. I was like, oh man, that's so sweet. Like he would just go and hang out with his his grandfather at, at a Red Sox game, and just be like some guy he's met in a pub and just be there with him. I think that's so cool. And I think um, I do also like that Troy would go to a moment in his own life when it's difficult and just be like, yo man, it's gonna be okay. Like, it's all going to be good. Like, it's going to work out for you. I get that. I did relate to it, but I just, I don't know. I don't <laughs> maybe, know, guys. That's, maybe that's what you're felt. missing is some of the context of the game that Troy usually gives, because even he stated that he can't remember <laughs> playing that game. And he said, he yeah. was, if I did play it, I was probably high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, <laughs> I mean, if it remember. helps, I can give you a little context for myself, because I did play that game as a kid. Yeah, and that was the thing that Troy usually does that we didn't really get with this episode, because I'll I... get what I content wise from you, Dad. You go <laughs> I, ahead. I got you. I can hook you up. Because <laughs> I played this game when I was a kid, and it was with a friend of mine. His name was Angelo Cacciati. He was 
from a very, very Italian family. And mm -hmm. I just have this distinct memory in my head of we went to his grandparents' house, oddly enough, grandparents, and <laughs> there was a Genesis there, and we were playing Sonic 2, I think, and Echo the Dolphin. And it was the first time I'd ever played this game. And I can tell you right now, flat out, when I was a kid playing the game, I didn't know anything about the concept. I didn't understand any of the premise. I didn't know the game had aliens or time travel in it until, uh, yes, uh, Thursday's episode. Because <laughs> when I played it as a kid, I was like, oh, you can swim fast, you can jump out of the water, and you can do flips. And that's all we did. That's literally look at me, look at all me we did. Flip. Like, yay, that's flips, woohoo! Woo! Oh, wow. Pretty much all we did was just do flips and... Just be kids Easily and enjoy it, because I didn't know what else to do in the game. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Well, I mean, I've never played it, so I, I don't know. It doesn't look like a game I would be interested in, to be Me fair. Me neither. Um, I wouldn't just pick it up on a Nintendo 3DS when it was re-released in 2006 and be like, oh yeah, this is great, let me just download this and play this for hours, this looks terrible. I'm actually curious um, to play it now, because I feel like I'd get more into it now as an adult than I did when I was a kid. Yeah, probably, actually. Because now you would understand the whole hostile extraterrestrial right <laughs> plot <laughs> like <laughs> so stupid like definitely <laughs> agree with what troy said and that someone got high and made a video game like that's yep <laughs> as far <laughs> as i knew it's just like this is a dolphin game you're just a dolphin that's it you just yeah come around and be a dolphin but can we just appreciate one thing the person who greenlighted this game being made and published yeah they also had to be high yeah. You know what? No, but that's a really good point. Like, I always think about, you know, when you go and see a movie or likewise, this game and or, or you see an advert or something is in the public forum and you see it and you're like, my God, that is terrible. But you know what? Not only did the person who created that have a terrible idea, but they had to pitch that to a room full of other people who all then went, oh, yeah, that's fine. Let's do that. So I can totally understand that, though. But, like, this game was come up with, and, like, the guy is in the room, and he was like, all right, guys, I've made a game about dolphins. And everyone's like, oh, here we go. I mean, you know, and then the other half of the room is like, hmm, dolphins, I'm intrigued. Um, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he's like, it's not just about swimming fast, and it's not just about somersaulting, but we're going to throw in aliens. And someone else just went, excellent, genius, write it off. I'm going to publish it. Let's go. There's a million dollars. Go make it now. Yeah. To go be and make fair, there is a shark RPG game in development right now, and you play the whole game as a shark. And it looks ridiculous, that, and it looks super that's fun. That's like Goat Simulator. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I've, I mean, actually, I've been on the waiting list for that shark game for probably two years now, and I can't wait me? to play it. It looks super fun. You some secret shark nerd that we didn't know about? I don't know if it's a secret. I, I, shark I suit your love, jam. I love Shark Week, and <laughs> the shark game looks super dope. Oh, man. I mean, do you know what? I have met more people in my adult life that love sharks, like literally have an obsession over sharks than I've ever met in my life. Like, I, like as kids and everything, I can understand people being like, ooh, sharks. Um, I grew up in South Africa, so like we would go to the shark board. In, there's also um, a cat simulator. Oh, my God, there's a cat simulator game in development. I want that. Firstly, I will have that. I will have the cat simulator again. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but the shark thing, like, I mean, I live in South Africa. We would go down to the, the shark board in Durban, and we would see, like, so so the shark board was almost like a research and preservation center for sharks. And it's pretty cool, actually. I think, I don't know who, I don't know if this is 
anybody's jam. But anyway, it was a research center. And what they would do is they would um, uh, capture like the dead sharks, like they would monitor pods and things like that. And then they would, if, if one of them died, they would bring them in for like um, an autopsy and to sort of see what happened and to, to kind of assess the health of a shark and to do more research. Okay. I don't know how many people agree with that, but I thought that was pretty cool. Like it was just a research center and it, like they did actively help the preservation of sharks. They wouldn't go and kill these sharks for no like fun, but they would go and help uh, with the research. But if you go to this shark board in KwaZulu Natal or Durban or where the hell it was, if you go to the shark board, you can watch the autopsies. Okay. And I did. I've seen a couple of autopsies um, on sharks. They are not great white sharks or anything. They're more like um, blackfin sharks or um, smaller, I guess, species sharks. But they're like, I mean, I say smaller. I just mean smaller than a great white. It's not seven, eight feet long or anything it's more probably like four foot five foot long sharks and they have this massive um autopsy table and they do a live autopsy and they reveal the contents of the stomach and they'll show you where the liver is and they'll show like they'll do a full i guess autopsy (laughs) and you'll get a full anatomy lesson on sharks so i have seen many a shark um autopsy by going to those those places and they were so fascinating and they I remember so vividly like going into the reception area because the reception area is full of like shark memorabilia and teeth and stuff. Um, But also there were several surfboards which have had shark bites out of them. And these are all real life stories, real events or whatever. You can go up and check them out and like they'll have the story next to it of who they were and if they survived or, you know, usually a lot of it is all like happier stories. They're all like people were fine they just got the board rather than they got the the diver or the surfer or anything. But super, super interesting. So any of you Shark Week nerds out there listening and Dan, feel free to go down to Sharkboard in Africa um, where you'll see live shark, shark autopsies. I would love um, to see something like that. Not that yeah. lie. Somebody once had, uh, like I wasn't at that autopsy, but they had uh, found, I think it was a license plate, a car license plate. <laughs> in the stomach of one of the one yeah, of the sharks. sharks will eat anything. They will. Yeah, they will. Um, but super fascinating stuff. So I can I can kind of get I get the appeal of a. Did you say it's a VR game? What the one I was it's talking like, about? Yeah. No, no, it's a, like a 3D action adventure, like Grand Theft Auto almost, but with a shark. Oh, well, still, I kind of die. I see the appeal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if it was legit, like, Grand Theft Auto? <laughs> like, you're going around, like... I'll show you. It looks stuff. freaking awesome. I've yeah, shared a link in the, the uh, in the Discord, actually, for it. Oh, God. I've got this really weird mental image now of a shark running up to a car. Get out of the car! Get out of the car! With right? a gun in his face. I'm the same. <laughs> or driving the car to, like, the tippity-top of the mountain and, like, fall, like, just absolutely... Just play with driving the Driving off the just playing with the physics. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've ever completed a GTA game. Um, that's all we did. Was mess the physics. Like a shark riding a, mo- a, a bike down the hill until he falls <laughs> off and goes rolling down the hill. Or a shark <laughs> trying to do as much bad shit as he can. Oh, so getting his the, wanted the, level the up. Stars. Yeah, yeah, get the wanted level up so that like eventually people with tanks and everything are going after the shark. People <laughs> like, just going, I'm sure shark? there's a mod for GTA 5 of that. There's there's mods of everything in GTA 5. 
be so funny. Make it one of the sharks from Street Shark, because then it would make sense, because they have legs. They did have legs. They did have legs. They, there was some creepy, some creepy animations. When you look Side back note, on we them, we were like, talking about like, <laughs> that show before the podcast recorded. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the Street Sharks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I, I thought that we mentioned it here in this podcast. <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry, everybody who's listening. We were talking about Street Sharks before everything, uh, everything started and kicked off with the podcast. Um, Street Sharks, Biker Mice from Mars, and any, any other classic <laughs> '90s cartoons. Random classic '90s cartoons. I remember yeah. one, but I can't remember the title. It was two cats in a in a fighter jet, <gasps> like a F sixteen. Yes, that's the one. Yeah, I love oh that God. show. It was one of my favorite shows as a kid. Mine as well. What was I it called? SWAT cats. SWAT cats. Yeah, SWAT cats and Pirates of Dark Water. That's hilarious. No, I've never heard of that. I remember <laughs> Dark Top Water cat. Was a good one. Top cat. I remember that one. Oh, well. SWAT, SWAT cats was an action cartoon. SWAT cats. Yeah. I don't remember like, much yeah. about SWAT cats, but I remember very distinctly those two cats in a fighter jet. Mm-hmm. That was I them. feel like SWAT cats and Biker Mice from Mars should do a collab. They probably did, or at least they were from the same studio. <laughs> oh my god, really? Do you know? Did any of you remember the Animaniacs? Oh hell yeah! And I, I loved that show as a kid. Oh, He's I've never seen my it. Shows. You've never seen it, Nova? No, I've oh, watched a lot of Cartoon. Oh, Pinky, I know that one. <laughs> I watched a lot of Cartoon Network when I was growing up. So, there, uh, so P- Pinky and the Brain were part of the Animaniacs Network, but then there was Yakko, Wacko, and Dot, and they were. Just oh, I had something else in my. I don't. I know those. Yeah, I know I those. They were mice, right? They were. Yeah, I think they, they were. were, were they Pinky, m- Pinky and the Brain were mice or rats? Yeah, but like, what mice. were Yakko, Wacko, and Dot? Um, I always thought they were some kind of dog. cats or dogs. Like, they were Maybe, like Mickey yeah. Mouse kind of playoffs. Yeah, they were think, all bad. They I were so funny. they were supposed funny. to be dogs because they had kind of droopy, uh, floppy ears. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, the yeah, noses of them kind of remind me of dogs as well. Man, that's so funny. Or the good feathers. Did anybody remember the good oh feathers? God, the I love the good feathers. <laughs> no idea. Best. So Every they had episode these... had the play on the, uh, the Joe Pesci mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. What am I, funny looking to you think I'm funny? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, funny. Funny how? Funny like a clown? Funny I amuse you? If we had that snippet, that'd be great. <laughs> Pop that in there, Dan. Drew, where are you, uh, Drew? We need a cutaway. Yeah, we need, we need Drew to come work on the podcast. Um, One of these days, I'll yeah, start no, doing cutaways. Yeah. The the good the good feathers were um, pigeons in the Animaniac series that were playing off the, the, the good fellas um, as gangsters. New York gangsters. These pigeons. Oh, man, they're so funny. <laughs> What that a, sounds what like a, a show I would have been show. really into. Yeah. Oh so man. Good. It was a it was a good show. No, even if you go back and watch it now, like the Anna like the adult jokes in that are just worth it. Go and go and see it. It's a very good good show. I'll see if I can um, find it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, you should definitely have a look at it. Um let's see. Um what else did I watch this again? Do you know what I watched it? I don't know if you guys ever saw this, but did you ever watch a tv show i think it was the same studio as animaniacs but it was um freakazoid we've talked about freakazoid i was just thinking that <laughs> did we talk about freakazoid on a podcast no but me and you have talked about freakazoid yeah. it was one of the first conversations we had when we we met each other <laughs> we brought up oh! freakazoid my god nova's falling over <laughs> no, 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 no. she oh was so scared of freakazoid <laughs> that she just fell I'm over so sorry you guys that was my cat messing around oh, no. He jumps. Oh, Troy. He jumps. <laughs> I don't the know if you the cat. Thing, but... Troy the cat. Yeah, I've called my cat Troy because he's got that same kind of personality. He just, I'm sitting in my bedroom. He's got the same personality as Troy. 
Yeah. Sort of. He's kind of cheeky, kind of sweet in a way as well. Mm. Um, you know what? I just imagined your cat with like a mohawk. That's, that's how I was picturing it too. That he had the coif. <laughs> I was about to ask too. Does he have right. hair? Either that or he's in a hat. Is he like sitting in a hat all the time? <laughs> like, is that what he looks like? I could put a hat on him, definitely. Put a hat on him. He's got a I'm so sorry about the sign, you guys. If you want to cut that out, go ahead. No, you just I'm kidding. It's hilarious. I'm keeping that. <laughs> so what happened was, I'm sitting in my bedroom, and the door is open right now. And he, so the cats can come in and out because they're allowed to go everywhere. He jumped against the door and slammed against the wall. And it scared the shit out of me because I just saw a brown and black flash shooting by. It's like, mm-hmm. this, is a, this is a kind kind of horror game jump scare. That's basically what I'm yeah. That would be the kind of jump scare that would make me poop my pants. Like, I don't do horror as we've previously The best said. thing is, he's now looking at me like, why are you afraid of me? Why? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why? What's wrong? What's there to be scared of? I don't know. Do you know what? The, not... That's a trait in horses. Like, I used to be so scared of horses. And uh, somebody told me once, they're like, you know, the reason horses don't react well to you is because you're scared of them. And I was like, yeah, well, they don't know. And they're like, yeah, they do. They can they sense do your heart rate. No, I mean, <laughs> technically, they kind of do, Dan. Like, they, they can sense your heartbeat, right? And because you're scared, it's elevated. So they're now scared because they're like, well, what the hell is she scared Why of? I need to be scared, scared of them, too. Yeah. That's actually so, true facts. I've worked with horses. That is true. Oh, it's all true. It's so scary. Like, I didn't realize. And then I was like, oh, so they're just scared of, like, they're not scared of me. They're scared of whatever I'm scared of. And they're like, yeah, they think that there's something wrong with you because you're scared and i was like oh okay i should calm down <laughs> you know, this is that's a funny story about horses actually i kind of believe that horses can sign a kind of sense a person's personality as well because oh i agree i didn't i did an internship at a horse farm uh, like a breeders and i was standing against the, the inner riding pens and we let the stallion roam around there because obviously he can't go with the rest of the herds although you know you know what happens then sure. um <laughs> I was standing against it, and he came across my shoulder with his head, and he just kind of leaned on my shoulder with his head. And my teacher was there as well, because she was seeing how I was doing at the job and all that kind of thing. She reaches out to to the horse to pet him, and he just instantly drew back like, hell no, you're not touching me. Yeah. And that teacher was, like, personality-wise, she was a right old bat. (laughs) Keep it clean. Like, she was not a nice person at all, so I do... Firmly believe that horses and any animal basically can kind of sense. Uh, Don't mind that. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a notification. I firmly believe that animals in any kind of way can sort of sense a person's personality and kind of know which ones to stay away from. Yeah. To be fair, I think horses are really intuitive like that. Like, did you ever, I mean, have you seen, um, uh, why can't I think of the name of the film? The Lord of the Rings? Yeah. <laughs> that like as if series? it was some sort of yeah as if it was some sort of independent film i couldn't think of the name of um you know that indie film that small indie film you may have missed it it was the lord of the rings trilogy um that thing yeah but uh one of the actors vegan mortison actually bought the horse that he was mm-hmm. uh playing with because i mean he spent so much time with the horse and like actually slept in the stable with the horse and stuff so i think like there really is a connection there's a deeper connection for horses yeah but on. he also bought the horse for I think one of the stunt riders. That's like, right. Yeah, yeah. For she the couldn't, she couldn't Ar- afford the stunt horse, but then he bought the horse for her. Yeah, the Arwen stunt stunt. Yeah, I think so. 
Yeah, that's so cute. Like, I would love to work on a project where somebody buys me a horse. Me too. <laughs> Definitely. Awesome. Like, you did it. Yeah, you did a great job. Here's a horse. Oh, thanks. <laughs> like, oh, thanks, Mister. Brilliant. But it was the same kind of thing, I think, because that stunt rider got such a connection with the horse that that was a stunt double that she, you know, she really wanted to buy it at the end of the production, but she couldn't afford it. So he just bought it for her because he had the same kind of connection with his horse as Aragorn, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just think like the horses are super intelligent, emotional beings that I'm still terrified of. So I don't actually interact with a lot of horses. They're big and they're scary and they can kick me and kill me literally in one go so uh terrifying so i don't know so i mean to be fair we're coming up on like uh, an hour now um (laughs) we've gone on so many tangents uh but before we wrap it up what are what have you been playing nova like have you been playing any good games or um i've been mostly playing multiplayers with uh with friends um i was uh, earlier was playing the uncharted uncharted 4 multiplayer with nyx um, I've played uh, Red Dead Redemption and multiplayer mostly. And that's pretty much it. And you know, standard World of Warcraft, basically. You do uh, Red Dead Redemption too? Uh, yeah, the- yeah. The, the online version with a couple of friends. With oh, uh, Red Dead mostly Red it's, it's Blade and yeah, mostly Blade, Shyami, uh, Brits, the awesome. as well, Mitch. Friends of the show. Friends yeah. of the show. <laughs> All friends. Brits. Shout out. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, earlier I was playing uh, Uncharted multiplayer with Nyx as well, so that's mostly okay. what I've been doing. I have got to get on this because I have Uncharted 4, but I've never played the online survival. We've been playing that a lot, actually. I was just going to say, I've been playing with Nyx and Wendy. <laughs> like... Well, you're never going to bed. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Because I have a job and I have to like actually get up in the morning and like drive an hour I mean, on a bit I ticket. do. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I share an office with HR, so they'll notice if I start falling asleep at the desk. Also, I like sleep. Sleep's my friend. Um, sleep is good. I I'm I, I like sleep. Um, are you playing sleep any campaign games? Yeah, I'll sleep when I'm dead. Um, are you playing any campaign games or anything, Nova? Like other than like your online multiplayer games? Like, are you playing any story-driven games? Did I miss that? No, I, I'm not at the moment. I'm intending to to get back into Resident Evil 2, uh, at least attempts before I put my oh. pants. I'll need to buy my brown pants for that one, I think. Yeah, um, wear some brown pants. Buy multiples. <laughs> I will. Like... Um, I'm definitely also thinking about uh, looking into Far Cry 5, because that's on sale on the PlayStation Store that's right now. That's all Nick talks so. about. Um, she's... she's She's infecting me with it. Let's just say it that. Like, she's infecting me with the talk about John Seed. <laughs> so it's like... Cry before? I've played the fourth one with with Troy in it, but the one thing that really bugged me about that one was the control for the vehicles. It's like, that's, that made me stop, because it's just... As far as I got it, like, it's such a big map, and you have to have a vehicle sometimes to move around, and the controls were really crap for the vehicles, at least in my experience because I only played it like an hour or so. Um, I've never played any of the Far Cry's. No. I will. Yeah. So Are they good? Day, I only bought the fourth one on sale because Troy is in it and Travis mm-hmm. Willingham. Full disclosure. <laughs> <laughs> I want That's to see fine. what they did with the characters. So. Just admit it. It's fine. Uh, I, I've, never, I've never played a Far Cry game. I really want to. Um, Far Cry 3 is the them. best one, in my opinion. Oh, really? But I haven't Do played I 5, play- to be fair. 
Do I need to play one and two though to get nah, Far Cry nah. Five? Like, do we need to start like with three? Start three is where they really kind of re reinvented the whole franchise and it got good. The first two games were their own thing. They're not bad. They're worth maybe giving a shot. A shot, but three yeah. three was the first one where they incorporated a lot of the systems that are still very present in the game series, and that's where. Okay. It really took off with Far Cry 3 because when that game first came out, I remember being like, eh, Far Cry is okay. But then as I saw footage and gameplay, I was like, whoa, this is different. Like, they're doing something new with this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I've never played it. I, I did ask recently on a Twitch stream because I was going to play Bioshock. Good. I can't. Um, I have yeah, to. I mean... I mean, I would, I'd give it a go. I mean, mm. I did ask to see, like, what games people would suggest I play because I, I was kind of stumped for another game. So it was between Far Cry and Skyrim and Witcher 3. Mm, all so very might... large open world games that take a lot really of time. Really long games, Skyrim yeah. is addicting. Yeah, which, I mean, to be fair, I think might be a good idea for Twitch because people really get into it over a long period of time. But then if they are there for the story, then I suppose you want to play shorter If you, if you want to have a game with really funny moments, you should go for Skyrim because there's got so many glitches that are so hilarious. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. I actually stopped playing <laughs> Skyrim after a, uh, I think it was a frost troll, pu- punched me into the ground and I bounced into the sky and never stopped flying. What? <laughs> yeah. Those are the kinds of things Yeah, literally, like, there, I ran into a frost troll, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, if that's what it's called. Um, basically, a big snowman, like an abominable snowman. And I was like, what's this thing? And he punched me, and I just bounced into the sky and just flew infinitely. Infinitely into... He's, he's still going. Yeah, I just like, all right, well, I'm going to stop playing now. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the kinds of glitches that happen that are just the funniest thing ever if you come across them. They're annoying if you're playing in a moment, but thinking back on them, they're just hilarious. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I, I played a little bit of um, Oblivion, um, like way back, just way, 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 way back. Um. But yeah, I mean, I would be interested in trying out maybe Witcher three. Witcher is super. Um, cool. but is it like? Do I need to play the first two games as well? No. no. Okay, well, sorry. Witcher three stands <laughs> I on its own, and it's it. a much better game as far as the way it plays and the functionality. I think Witcher okay. one was good, but it was still once it was like when CD Projekt Red first started. So I think it's only available on PC too. And then Witcher 2, I wasn't a big fan of the combat and the gameplay. And then 3, they really nailed it. Huh. Yeah, well, I think I meant, I, I, I might give that a go. Let's see, let's see what's going on. For sure. But are there, is there anything? Yeah, for, for sure. sure. 100%. Um, what, are you playing anything different now? Uh, Dan, are you playing anything different? Um, I've been playing a lot of Uncharted this past week. Much like yeah. Nova. Yeah. Playing, um, I well, I started playing the Lost Legacy. Obviously, that's new so for good. me. Such a good game. Yeah, it's, it's such completely a new game. for me. I have never played it before, so I haven't gotten too far. But um, I have been it's... streaming that, mm-hmm. and it's awesome so far. Of course. Are you going to do the whole game uh, streamed for your charity? That's the hope. I want to try and do yeah. the whole game. Yeah, I haven't played it off stream yet, so I'm keeping it to the stream. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. It's a great game. It really is so good. I really enjoy the announcement of that game because those are two characters that I really wanted to know more about. Mm-hmm. So when they started 
when they announced that they were going to do a full game by just those two. It was amazing. And then obviously Sam Drake comes into it and you're like, oh, this game could not get any Spoilers. better. This is awesome. I, I, I honestly don't know anything that happens in that game. I want to comment so oh, bad like, on the... You whole... no, wait a minute, like you didn't know? I, I know nothing about what happens in that game. Oh shit, man, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't, mean to, I didn't mean to spoil anything for you, but to be fair... <laughs> I mean, it's not that big of a deal. I'll survive. To be fair, like it's not. It's actually not that big of a deal. And when it's entered, you're like, oh, it's not. It's not made a big. Deal I want to say something so bad about a game. Why I love it so much, but <laughs> obviously it's a spoiler, so I can't. Yeah, so it's like, man. spoilers. Shoot, I'm so sorry. Well, it's okay. It <laughs> um, it is. It is a good game though, and I was super pumped about it because it was not only one female protagonist but now there was two female protagonists and you're going to go on the story and it's awesome it's, it's really great it's mm-hmm. awesome that I whole game it's... like you're going to really enjoy it i think yeah i've been enjoying it so far and i actually think it's mm-hmm. nice to have a a different protagonist having a lead female character in the role yeah. of an uncharted game and it kind mm-hmm. of opens things up from the four actually five games prior to that with nathan Mm-hmm. And you only a, played as Nathan in all the other games. That's true. That is true. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the first Uncharted game where you play as a different character, actually. Yeah. What I kind of uh, love most of the, about Lost Legacy, though, like Chloe is much like Nate. She's very, you know, average, very plain in a way. Mm. Like she's not this big superhero Lara Croft style yeah. protagonist. She has her own set of flaws, she has her own set of strengths. And it's like she's a very normal everyday person like nate was it is basically mm-hmm. that's what i love the most about Las legacy like that she's <laughs> not this... being able to climb any given surface yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. that, that like, is their superpower like she's, she's not like a, a lara croft like character that's why i love lost legacy so badly because it's just a normal person stuck in that situation so to speak yeah it's like it's it's their adventures and like they've obviously trained for it this is what they do but they're not superheroes. They're not like anything. And it, like they can't climb on every surface, Dan. It's only the yellow ones that they can climb. Actually, <laughs> like, it's the white ones in Lost Legacy, I think. Oh, sorry. It's white it's in Lost mostly Legacy. mostly white across the back. series. Take it back. <laughs> Uh, except for the first one. The first one's yellow, It was, it right? was white with yellow pipes. No, no, no. Uncharted 3 uh, was yellow. That was mostly yellow. Mm-hmm. The Drake's that section. was mostly yellow. And I think in Troy's one, in The Last of Us, that's yellow. Um, so. Yeah, because of all the tape, it was like uh, it was like police tape and stuff like that. They, they, that usually would guide you. So it's usually a yellow or white object that they can climb. It was really funny that myself and uh, Scaldy Panda were in the pub the other day, and we were sitting. We should have taken a photo, but we were sitting next to a brick wall. And then in the middle of this brick wall, there was like a layer of bricks that were slightly yellower <laughs> as a pattern <laughs> to like as across. And then it was by the window, and this this like yellower brick was surrounding the window and i was like i feel like you're gonna go to the bathroom and when you come back i'm just gonna be attached to the wall like climbing these yellow bricks and i was like i couldn't help myself it's a problem video games have taught me anything this is where you climb this is definitely where you climb i need to find the treasure <laughs> there's treasure out there treasure. treasure. i wasn't even like drinking <laughs> like it would be funnier if i'd like been six pints of guinness in and be like treasure we need <laughs> to that- find it now that you mentioned the pub, that reminds me, I was going to say that with the retro replay episodes, especially the timing for me being at 7 p.m., I've made mm-hmm. it a um, kind of like a, a routine where I have a pint of Guinness now when I watch the show. Oh, that's cool. 
Wait, come to Ireland. Bug. Tastes real decent. Like I'm sure it's delicious. I bet yeah. Troy no one would be proud to hear that. That they've inspired people to grab a Guinness during their show. <laughs> yeah, I actually do think you're right. I think they'd feel like a little sense of pride. They'd be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dan. <laughs> I've never had a Guinness. Have <laughs> you not? No. We will, we will introduce you. Come over to the dark side, Noah. Mm. You're only you're only across the pond. Like, come on over. Actually, <laughs> we'll a, a friend of mine it. introduced me to Guinness like 10 years ago. And I've, oh, I've no, enjoyed I... it for a, I've enjoyed it for a number of years, but I haven't drank it in a while. So it's actually kind it's, of like, it brought me back. Yeah, it's not my selective drink. Like, I don't go out and be like, yeah, I'm just going to have a pint of Guinness. I've had a glass of Guinness before. Mm. I don't think I've managed to fill uh, finish a full pint. They're very heavy, I find. Stout is, like, so yeah. uh, heavy and just makes you full all the time. i them a lot easier to drink and much more enjoyable now that I've had them in a chilled mug. Like, it makes a world of difference to have it in a chilled mug. Oh yeah, well yeah, you need to have them chilled. But it's I don't know, like um, it's not my tricky choice. I'm definitely more of a craft beer person. Like I like the fruity flavored beers. I like the passion fruit kind of beers and that kind of stuff. Like I'm a light beer person. But um, I I did enjoy wow, such a valley girl. Guinness. I know <laughs> such a valley girl. Are they not wine people? Oh, like the basic white bitch kind of thing. Like ah, uh, my white fruity bitch. beers. No, basic white bitches are probably going to be like, I just need a cooler, like a spritzer. IPA. um, IPAs are so big in America now, I hate it. What is wrong with you? IPAs are so nice. I (laughs) I have no idea what you guys are talking about. I don't Uh, drink that much. Yeah, it's kind of showing us how how much alcoholics are we. (laughs) (laughs) IPAs are better than your stouts. Um, I really enjoy IPAs. And there are some really, like in Western, we have a better beer face. Bitter beer face is fine with me. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, but to be fair, like we have a we have a brewery here in Wexford called um, Simon Lambert's Pub. Isn't basically. all Ireland just breweries? Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> every single pub just brews their own, and every household brews their own pudding. So it's all right. Uh, no, it's it's Simon Lambert's Pub, and they brew Yellow Belly beer, and it is just amazing stuff. And their marketing is fantastic, and like pro. Shout out to Yellow Belly Beer. If you want to sponsor this episode, please let me know. Um, <laughs> send me some cans. We'll get Guinness for a sponsor. Uh, yeah, Guinness, Guinness or Yellow Belly. I'll, I'll go with Yellow Belly over Guinness, no problem. But it, when you come over, Dan, we'll go to Yellow Belly and I will, well, we'll go to Simon Lambert's and we'll have Yellow Belly Beer because Thumbs it's unreal. Yes. Unreal. Um, but I do enjoy their IPAs. I do enjoy their IPAs. They're very, very good. Um, all right. Well, I, I think we digressed quite a lot. We've got a lot of tangents in there. We covered probably about ten minutes of the retro replay show, uh, <laughs> which is which is fine. Uh, as for usual, um, uh, Dan, you're on socials. Where can everybody find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Stark E Vash. That's Stark Y Vash. <laughs> Starky. I.e. Starky. It's my cute version. And then well. um, Stark Evil Vash everywhere else. Dark Evil Bash on Xbox, PlayStation, Instagram, pretty much Twitch? everything. Twitch, yep, Twitch and Mixer, all those um, places. I will be and streaming. You're doing. Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna try. I was gonna try and plug your stream, no, but it, you can you it. can plug your own stream. <laughs> Dan is streaming for a charitable cause, and he will be playing the Lost Legacy um, Uncharted 
game um and running a life donation for charity to fuck cancer um but yeah um where can how often do you stream so when, aggressive. Do, when do we stream <laughs> fuck the fuck cancer cancer <laughs> yeah well like, um, nobody's I'm... gonna be like oh yeah fuck cancer um <laughs> Well, I'm just enjoying listening to you guys. That's all I'm doing, basically. Good. This That's... is like this. This is like a, a different version of retro replays. <laughs> like just listening to tangents. That's what we're oh, here yeah. for, Nova. Yeah. We say we're a show about video games, but we just tangent. Like and we you guys do it so well. Like it's oh. such a joy to listen to you guys. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Nova. I can't believe she listens to the podcast. It's awesome. Uh, we have well, one viewer. <laughs> we lo- we just lost that one subscriber. Yeah, that one subscriber. <laughs> now that she's been on here, that's it. Like she's not gonna listen ever again. Well, uh, I I'm open to bribes. Not gonna lie. You want to sponsor the podcast, Nova? If you like us that much? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, send us a can of beer. Um, Dan, your lost legacy streams. Are you streaming? Do you have a streaming schedule? Uh, not necessarily. Things are too too wonky for me to have a set schedule, but I'm trying to do them at least once a week. And if anybody wants to check me out on Twitch and or Mixer, I do have links set up on the website for donating directly through there or to the Facebook uh, fundraiser that I started for Fuck Cancer. Fuck Cancer. Yeah, aggression. Fuck it. Uh, oh, fuck Cancer. <laughs> we we've done so well with that swearing throughout the whole podcast, and then it just came yeah, to the last yeah, yeah. five minutes, and we're like, "Fuck!" <laughs> oh yeah, this is supposed to be a PG podcast, isn't it? Nah, it's all right, it's all right. No mm. one listens to it that is like under the age of thirteen, surely. Yeah, but I might need um, to change some settings when I upload it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Just be like PG fourteen, PG thirteen, right? Because thirteen people can swear. PG thirteen, you get one f bomb, which we've already gone past. We've got one? Really? That's PG-13 it? PG-13 movies can only do one F-bomb. So what that are we now? PG-18? We're Now we're R. Oh, you're, you're instantly okay. R if you have more than one F-bomb. Okay, we'll just rate it R then. That's fine. People might think that might be more interesting than it is. <laughs> be like, oh, an R-rated podcast. Let me listen. They'll be like, two fuck bombs at the end. It's the <laughs> like, Deadpool okay. podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, that's cool. Listen, I've been your host, Pagan, and you can find me on social medias at Pagan underscore plays. That's on Twitter and Instagram and on Twitch. I'm streaming every Friday night, and we're playing Layers of Fear for God knows what reason do I torture myself. But we're playing that, and bring hilarious. your brown pants. Yeah, people seem to find it funny when I it freak out. Like, I... <laughs> I genuinely don't find it that amusing. Like, I am literally scared. Like, I am scared. Just sweat and buckets. Yeah, but it gets you views. It does get me views. It gets me views from a lot of our family here on the on the replayer podcast, which is really nice. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm on those those socials, I guess. And like I said, I am currently streaming every Friday for the Layers of Fear. We're only a couple of chapters to go, so I will start um, playing another game yet to be determined um, in a few weeks' time. But it will be hopefully every Friday, potential for every Sunday morning as well, but mostly every Friday. Um, Nova, you are a wonderful person. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for uh, having me. Thank you so much thank for you. being here, and it's been such a pleasure to have you on the podcast. And I'm so glad you listened to the podcast. <laughs> Keep listening, by the way. We need the views. <laughs> oh, I, I'll, I'll listen. I'll listen. I'm to glad you like crap the crap out of every single one of them. 
Oh, thanks, girl. Um, thank you so much. Everybody else, you can catch us on iTunes, YouTube, and SoundCloud. And we hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to hear more from us, please go ahead and like, subscribe, rate, review, and, and pop some comments in the comment box. Um, if you have any suggestions or questions, please, please feel free to pop us an email at thereplayerpodcast at gmail.com. Um, also, shout out, we still have the special episodes up on uh, YouTube where we're talking to MCM Manchester comic-con people or replayers that actually were there and metroid and nolan um if you want to hear more about that um have a look at our youtube channel it's the replayer podcast ah being a host is hard yeah you know this seems so easy though <laughs> thanks <laughs> she's uh, like, ah, ah, yeah. like what i paid Aww. her to say that <laughs> i bribed her to say it um, yeah they're, they're paying me in chocolate yeah right mm-hmm. Um, so thanks so much, Nova. Thanks for being a part of it. Thank you guys for listening. And until next time, folks. Bye. 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 Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts.